had a scotting. No song for you today, but I'll explain to you why. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm crying on the inside. No, you're not. You're, cry, you're, you're crying with tears of happiness. Don't lie. You hate my singing. Ah, uh, yeah, that is, that is true. And by extension, hate me. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't go quite that far. Mildly dislike. Yeah. <laughs> Why have you, you're thinking? Why have you? Why have you bothered to, uh, to to talk to me once a week for the last ten years? Well, maybe that explains why we went about two years where you didn't. <laughs> That's true. It took me a long time to get over the hurt last time you impugned my my cultural character. <laughs> I I had a response, but I won't say it. Okay, John, I I am now, but I am anxious to know why didn't you sing? Okay, well, because um, so over the weekend uh, there was a, uh, a you know a, a baby shower for a dear dear colleague of mine uh, whose wedding she was foolish enough to invite me and two other friends uh, two other colleagues who were also dear friends to go to, to to India and it was a lovely experience it was wonderful and and you know she's she's having a baby soon and had a baby shower and the theme of it was under the sea which is kind of a, a popular song from the Little Mermaid and so. Uh, me being a person who always makes these dumbass videos, I thought, well, okay, let's see if ChatGPT can come up with some some good, you know, lyrics. And so I, I said, please compose new lyrics to the song Under the Sea from the Disney movie Little Mermaid, which makes mention of pregnant ass Rasta Asta Pasta, Hansy Ben, Steve, and me. So her name is Asta, but when I first met her, I said Asta, like Rasta Asta Pasta. I was just like, just, I, I have this terrible uh, habit of making up, you know, multi-name uh, names for people so it helps me remember their name, and it just stuck. And so everybody calls her Rasta Asta Pasta. Anyway, so ChatGPT was so mean. It, it said, I'm sorry, but as an AI language model, I cannot generate inappropriate or offensive content. The mention of pregnant ass Rust Asta Pasta may be considered offensive or derogatory, and therefore I cannot create lyrics that include such language. Is there another topic or theme you would like me to work on instead? So, Scotty, I had to come up with my own damn lyrics. Of course, they were much funnier, and, and, and they were in, indeed vulgar. Um, and I don't know whether I should share something that personal with our, our massive listening audience, but I was so taken aback, and, and I found it kind of entertaining because I know that we've been talking about chat GPT and, and AI in general, and uh, it's it's been funny because it was opened wide up, uh, opened up wide when Bing integrated it into their search engine, and then people quickly found that you could, you know, you could, you you could get it to to basically start saying bizarro things or pretending it had emotion, and and then. You know, they've they've stopped. They've added these things because it wasn't that long ago that you could ask it to do things. In fact, it even seemed like in the session, I think what the difference was in this particular case, because first I just basically used the term under the sea, which it might not have necessarily understood was a copyrighted tune. But when I said from the Disney movie, this somewhere along the line, the programmers or the caretakers basically said, if, if we can't have people generating things that would besmirch copyright material, you know, copyright holders. And I suspect it may be that. But anyway, it's just part of my ongoing thing, but it was so taken aback. Plus, it allowed me to give an excuse for me, myself, not having spent the requisite 30 seconds to come up with an opening show, because as it turns out, I just popped out of a work meeting. So that's that's the real story. Hi, Scotty. How are you? <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm burdened now by how much detail and information we needed to, to know why you hadn't sung a song. And it's all down to apparently, you know, the 
world of AI is not ready to take over yet by being offensive. I mean, you cannot you cannot yeah. take over the world without being offensive. So it, it's, exactly. we, we are we are quite safe. Well, when, exactly. Well, when I sent the the, the, the composed lyrics, I came back, to, you know, and and her husband was in on it, and so I I, I, I part of it, what I did is the was the song and timing the video to it. Um, and and I, I was pleased, and, and people who saw it were pleased. Oh my god, this is funny as fuck! It's definitely, first of all, it's definitely an inside joke, and secondly, it's not something that I would share with people unless I knew them really well, just because it, you wouldn't. It's like people do that among friend groups and so on and so forth. Um, and you never want to have career or or reputation defining, you know, bits out there on the internet <laughs> coming ready to come back and bite you. Um, so. Yeah. So, but anyway, what I said to her husband after I, I came, you know, got that first response, I sent back my lyrics and I said, never, never send an AI to do a, an AI child to do a snark man's job. So yes, we are safe for the moment. That is, that is, that is, uh, that is good to know. That is good to know that, uh, the rise of the machines is not yet complete. So as we have survived a, a another week without Armageddon, um, you know, before we get on to the inevitable question, I know you're going to ask me, what have you, what, what, what have you been up to this week, John? More importantly, what have I been, you want me to answer that? I do want you to answer that, yes, because well, I can't answer what you've been up to. I don't know, do I? No, you don't. Um, so... Uh, I'm getting closer. So, you know, uh, the, the Netflix live is the first event is happening on, on March 4th. So there's been a kind of a mini quiet period. So I've been working, 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 working on getting uh, my thing productizable. And it's, it's, I can tell the story of something that, uh, when you make a brand new canvas that then references or will send people to other existing canvases, then you can, you know, sorry to have to speak in such generalities, but I am. We're used to it. It's been going on, it's been going on for months now. I, that's true. Hopefully it will all come cl- clear, but this, I can speak in generalizations that still should resonate, I think, with other people who may be working on, on projects with, with you know, with, with, <laughs> complex software let's put it that way so you know when you when you work on new canvases and you surface you know there can be in any given application think about it a multi-tabbed application look at facebook or instagram or, or the netflix app for example there are multiple tabs and usually the first tab that's selected is the one that people spend the most time in but yet the whole idea about tabbed interfaces you can get different experiences so if you are proposing and getting something in a brand new tab and in order to do that, there's limited real estate, and and sometimes you maybe maybe taking over a, a space that had been occupied by another tab, and so you have to make sure that the functionality from that tab's canvas is is made available, and especially if it makes sense to consolidate things, and so that's something I can share. And so then you say, okay, well, how do we make people aware that that this new tab will have these things, and there are all sorts of techniques for doing it with tooltips and so on and so forth. So we've been preparing that adapting the language for it, going through and making sure that's that's already last night. I was generating screenshots in all different languages on different devices to make sure that it all fits. Uh, that's all good. But now it basically part of part of what we've discovered is that data that otherwise is, is super important for this canvas that wouldn't necessarily be surfaced on app start it's not ready. And so then you have to figure out, okay, how can we re-architect things? And, and, and that's been a big problem, but it, it, it is part of the aspect that made this particular test winning because there was a, a place that people know they could come to 
and uh, that would have things in fixed locations that they could count on. So it's really important. So that I'm sorry that that is probably so general, but basically it then comes down to it's like if you are taking over a canvas and then uh, and then are responsible for linking out to other canvases that may have been in there and they were used to being presented in a certain way. Uh, then all of a sudden, in a way, you become responsible for it, and that's what I've been trying to 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 kind of limit the the the, the blast impact, um, because then I can discover some issues on things that hadn't been used much in the app before, relatively speaking. Now potentially going to be used a lot more often, and then saying, "Oh, this canvas has not really been touched," you know, in two or three years. And in the meantime, we've moved on, you know, and 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 in particular, it has to do with things like, you know, style of layout and capability and so on and so forth. And even, you know, re, and that's the thing. It's like if then then if you put something that is a link to somewhere else and then it causes people to 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 follow that path to another canvas that had not been seen much. And then yours it, it conforms to kind of layout guidelines and accessibility and 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 so on and so forth, and then it goes out to another one, and then they tap on it, and then they say, "Hey, the the this is not matching." Then whose responsibility? So, well, of course, I you know I can't I, any single developer can't take on the responsibility for everybody else's work, but you can kind of point out saying, "Hey, now this is not looking as good as it should. Could you please do it?" But then, of course, they may be on other projects that you have to kind of make the decision. Do you go in and try and 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 update somebody else's work or try and figure out ways of, of getting them to do it. And, and it's a difficult balancing act. So that's largely what I've been doing. That's kind of, you know, but another thing that came to mind, which really uh, almost made me burst into tears, um, uh, was I was attending a bug bash yesterday. And the the it also represented another kind of big change in the app, and so they wanted to have an interstitial, which explains some some changes on it, and it had a, a beautiful Lottie animation explaining how it worked. And so, you know, a thing that I do when I join a bug bash is like I'll turn on Voiceover, for example, and see did they do it. And and I was so unbelievably, I was I was literally about brought to tears because this the designer who's worked on it had gone out and said could we get a really high quality audio description to describe this rather longish running animation so that instead of just labeling it like animation it it, it gave a, a a beautiful voiceover style audio description you know an audio description thing like you would see in content where you know you're looking at something and it describes the step of a character when there's not dialogue and it was so beautifully done i was like god thank you and it it it, it made me feel good because we have now gotten to the point where, you know, we can start doing much more polished work like this because people are aware of the need to do it and they don't have to spend time on, on a given A-B test or, you know, given project to bootstrap basic functionality because it's already been baked in and it's exactly what I'd hoped for. So those two things have been uh, occupying my mind in the last week, but that was the triumph. So, yeah, I've been busy squatting. Well, isn't that nice when you can actually think all this stuff that, you know, I'm not saying you were alone when you started this because obviously in an organization such as yours, you don't get to do stuff alone unless someone's in a, an agreement with it, you know, that it should be done. Mm -hmm. So, but, but maybe you were the, um, you know, the one in the corner working on it, maybe. Uh, but, you know, it, it's, you know, that's it's just become a, uh, an accepted and, and not just begrudging, but let's do this well thing must be quite satisfying. Mm -hmm. 
It really was. And, and, and the funny thing is I just, I was a little bit late, popped in, and I like I, I immediately turned on the test. And oftentimes my colleagues are like, oh, fuck, Box is going to go find a flaw. We haven't gotten to it yet. And there's there was there's sometimes a little bit of trepidation. It's like, you know, and then then I acquire the reputation as the person that's going to make you feel like you're a terrible person. In this case, I was like my face lit up. And as I was doing it and sharing my my joy with it, then they all kind of the, the designer and the UX designer, the one who actually wrote the copy is like, yeah, George did an amazing job. And Christine did this like and everybody was super happy. And and. That itself was really a great moment because it, I think it cemented in people's mind. It's like, you know, it shouldn't be thought as this burdensome thing. It's this thing that just will will light up people's faces when when, when they encounter it. Um, so that I was, you know, I, I'm sure I will be talking publicly at some point about that. But it, that's that's the weird thing. It's like I, I, it's somebody else's work. And what I want to now do is like saying, hey, look at this amazing work that's done. This is like pushing things forward. And I'm so pleased because back when I was working on it, you know, we, we, we weren't at that place. And, and now through the hard work of lots of different people, we, we are, are you know, moving things forward because I haven't really seen it. I don't like that. This is the thing that would, you know, if it was just to say, hey, you guys did a good job doing, you know, doing, you know, making your labels and, and making sure that you hit the bare minimum. This one was just a lot of thoughtful effort and a big production because it not only does it have to be written to begin with and written thoughtfully, then it has to be translated in lots of different languages. So this is not like, you know, translating the term play into multiple languages where it's already been done. It's brand new stuff. Um, and it's, 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 it's kind of like translating poetry in a way because you have a short amount of time to be able to describe what's going on and you have to be very careful and thoughtful about it. So that's why. Anyway. All right, Scotty, are you ready for uh, ready for the Spanish Inquisition? All right, let's do this. So, Scotty, have you shipped anything this week? <laughs> uh... Wait, wait, wait. I'm not done laughing yet. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, I have just a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I'm done. <laughs> Good. By the way, that's a tactic I got from from Dan Wood a million years ago when he was a guest. All right, keep going. <laughs> uh, but that is reasonably amusing, I have to admit. Um, oops. Uh, no is the is the short answer. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. a a a couple of reasons. One one technical and one. Well, I guess it is technical, but not not so. Uh, yeah, the the bug I was talking about last week that was holding us up. We've we really only just got that out uh, to a bunch of people who it's affecting, and we're just so we haven't given it enough time to really make sure everyone understands it that it's fixed or not fixed yet. So, um, and that was for a few reasons that we didn't get it out until. You know, uh, later than we thought last week. So yeah. Anyway, so so that's still in beta. Um, but there's no new bugs, fortunately, come in that are showstoppers. So in, if we have managed to get this fix correct, which until it's in the wild, um, it's going to be hard to know. But we think we have. But we'll we'll find out in the next couple of days. I guess uh, then then technically we're ready to go. Our other problem was is we don't know how to read documentation properly. <laughs> or we made some assumptions. Uh, remember, I, I think I shared the plan was to 
to do a final release of Moneywell in its current format, also then to release going forward into the Mac App Store and to to offer anybody who wanted to move to the Mac App Store a code to do it. Um, so so that was the plan. Um, we had we had a little bit more thought on that, and I'm not sure why we'd not thought of this before. We've We've said this is going to be the last release of Moneywell outside the Mac App Store, but um, it, in order to accommodate syncing, um, you know, we've had to change the way it manages its budgets quite a lot. I mean, it's it was a document. It was always previously a document app where you'd have a budget was a document. But um, syncing documents, we've we've discussed this many times over the last two and a half years where we've been working on this, um, you know, is really hard because people can just email documents to each other. They can, uh, you know, they can just back them up and but you know, you know, copy them to a drive and copy them onto another machine. So actually syncing a document file format um, was just, had too many chances for people to fuck it up, basically. Um, <laughs> it, it is is the way to do it. So it's part of, and we've discussed this before, uh, several times so it's part of the next iteration of um moneywell we, we basically brought it into moneywell now has its own place it keeps data it you know the concepts of budgets are all you know internal uh it's not a document that you have access to um if you want to transport documents you have to export them um, then you can email the export and then import it into moneywell elsewhere but because you're now doing an export and import we can make sure we recognize that you know that's not the same budget that's going to be a different budget if you've done that um, because if you're wanting to sync you should do it through sync not so in other words, we have more control so we, we did have to ask ourselves the question the question um you know well should we really? Because yeah, lots of people are using Moneywell, using Moneywell now because it works for them. Uh, they didn't necessarily need. Some of them have got. Yeah, a lot of people say they needed the sync or they'd like the sync back. But you know, obviously, lots of people who are using it don't need the sync. Otherwise, they'd have stopped using it a long time ago. Hmm. So, do we really want to force people into doing? this in a very different way with an app that works to have to import all their stuff, use a different way of doing it and then tell them, well, this app isn't being updated anymore, particularly if they didn't even need the sync in the first place. So that first made us thought, well, why, why don't we just release this version is Mac app store only and people can, if they want it, they can cross grade to it. Now I know we'll get some people who say, well, I don't want it to be in the Mac app store. Anyways, but, Tough luck. That's a different thing. You get a, either have it or don't have it. So, so that was one thing we were discussing a little bit, which caused some some delay. But there's then always the issue of yeah, but we've always wanted people who've stuck with the app to to. Initially, we always said that we would just try and get them onto the the, the sinking, get it back to them, you know, and 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 do do a, a, a you know a deal free or whatever it might be. And the, the the plan was always to use offer codes um, that were introduced by Apple a couple of years ago. Um, but it turns out when you actually go and read the documentation, the offer codes are only available on iOS subscriptions and not on Mac subscriptions. So that doesn't work. 
Um, so the idea of offer codes is you can, you know, some, you know, sometimes people hand out flyers and it's got a unique offer code just for you on, and you can get, you know, do that. They were designed for that, so you could have a thousand flyers printed, have a thousand different offer offer codes, or you know, individual offer codes on emails, whatever it might be. That was always going to be the plan. Can't do it on Macs, Mac App Store applications. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're going to have to do now. What lots of apps did when the Mac App Store first came out is we're, we're just going to have to say, you know, for the first 30 days, it is this dirt cheap price. Make sure we email all our customers, tell them about it, say, look, you know, dirt cheap. Except that some people are going to, who are not current customers, are going to find it that you know we're not going to advertise the app too much at that point except that some new customers are just going to get a good deal in whatever else and, and live with it and then it, after that month is up or whatever just go to our normal price and if we get a customer that really you know says oh i missed that and really complains we'll have the normal like 100 200 coupon codes we could use to to sort of get around that or, or, or whatever else um you know just to handle that in support um but that now means you know to do that that means we have to make sure we explain that properly to people we explain to people why we're doing that they've got to get an email up together got to make sure the website reflects that properly uh and you know we had to th- we've had to think that through is that what we really want to do you know um because that's not brilliant it's really not brilliant. We're not that particularly happy with it. However, on the other side of it, we are. It does simplify things by just saying this new one is Mac App Store only. We're not even going to update the old one to Mac App Store because it means a whole bunch of stuff we were going to have to do for releasing it. We won't have to deal with all the support of people saying, "Well, why is it? You know, why is it not opening my document anymore?" And I have to import it, and they weren't even caring about it. People now explicitly moving to the Mac App Store will understand that something's going to be different. Um, yeah, so that's why we haven't shipped. So uh, if we're assuming that this bug is fixed, uh, again, I'm going. I know I said this last week. I would hope that we'll have website, email, and all the rest of it ready. You know, for the start of next week. I mean, we've got yeah, we've got to email a lot of customers. That's not cheap. Um, a lot of these email services work on you know your the size of your subscriber list, uh, and then how many monthly emails you get for that. Whereas we're not really going to be in the habit of sending everyone who's ever bought a MoneyWell license ever um, you know an email every month. So we might want to be more than once or twice or possibly three times over the next three months. So just like researching, which is the best price, most reliable and least spammy way to send, um, you know, ad hoc emails is, is you know, got to make sure we get that bit right because, yeah, it can get quite expensive. So that's that's basically my my excuse, John. Okay. Well, Scotty, um, you know that I am a supportive person, so I have to say two things. One is that, unfortunately, I have to get going because I I have a meeting that's happening in a minute and a half, and so I shall close my participation on this with a a knock-knock joke. (laughs) Knock-knock. Who's there? Money well. Money well who? (laughs) Scotty, you invested a fuck ton of money. <laughs> Have you made, you've invested a fuck ton of effort over the last couple of years. Have you made any money? 
Well, no. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I pour my heart out to you, and this is what I get back. Knock, knock. I know. Who's there? <laughs> I'm just going to make up some random shit that's got nothing to do with knock, knock jokes. I mean, if people were paying for this, we would be having to give them their money back right now. In fact, uh, even though it's free, I think people are going to be asking for their money back right now. So, so I tell you what, I think I, I think it's what, fortunate I make, I that you make, have a meeting to go to because I don't think anyone can spend I, any more of this. I make this promise: I will double. I will. I will return. No, not twice, but three times the 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 cost of admission to to this show to anyone who wants to complain. Does this is this the right point for me to admit I've had a private uh, member's paid feed that I've not told you about for ten years? Oh fuck! <laughs> you did an OnlyFans version of the show. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Who knew that people would pay for it? <laughs> All right, pictures of me in my best underpants uh, presenting the show. Oh. Okay, yeah, well with that, John. Fine. John, if people want to uh, contact you after your meeting today, where should they do that? They should find me on the civilized corners of the internet known as Mastodon, where I'm Jembe, that's D-J-E-M-B-E, like the West African drum. And if Scotty, Scotty, if people want to, you know, send you <laughs> lots of good wishes in advance of them sending you lots of money, where might they do that? Again, I am on Mastodon, where I am Scotty at developer.social. Well, John, I, I'm glad you found something more important than me to go and do. So, um, yeah, um, just why don't you just... Uh, disappear and uh as for our listener thank you very much for listening this week and um you know i'm just sad that you didn't have anything more important to do and this was all there was to do in your life and i do apologize for that but thanks for listening and until next time you take care Thank you.